Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the Ultimate One, coming to you live from New York City. And we're going to start it off uh, with all the stuff that happened over the weekend, starting off with Friday, and all the nonsense that's going on, and especially with WWE. Uh, first of all, we're going to jump in on WWE. Uh, first of all, Kevin Owens was upset with the draw drafting him. Um, he was very upset. Um, because he feels that it um, drafted him in the third round, meaning they're not caring about his character. Um, he mentioned something about he did a video with the WWE um, website, and the video was never put in the website, and he was very upset about that. I mean, Kevin Owens had been using him wrong for the past probably two years. Um, they had him in a you know senseless feud with Shane McMahon at one point. Uh, he was getting the you know the people behind him, and then he started using that Stone Cold Stunner. I don't know why he's using that. Uh, I, I don't get it. But he, I mean, Kevin Owen is a good, great wrestler, and uh, I don't know why WWE continue not to push him like they did in the beginning when he first came up from NXT when he was NXT champion and for John Cena, and now it's just like he's a the forgotten wrestler in the um, whether he's in SmackDown or Raw he's just a forgotten wrestler so also um, we saw the kind of a it was like a boxing promotion with of uh, the crown jewel with Tyson Fury um, and uh, Braun Strowman this past Friday they showed it they signed for crown jewel I don't again I'm gonna keep saying I don't know why these guys are even facing each other Apparently, Tyson Fury promoted his boxes, WWE, um, uh, you know, trying to, you know, make wrestling WWE is, is taking, he started to take a risk because, let's face it, this guy could get hurt. Braun Strowman could do something to him, they might hurt him, and he may never box again. So, I don't know, again, I don't know why WWE continues to put these you know, these gimmick matches, because at the end of the day, they are trying to uh, relive the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mike Tyson uh, storyline. This doesn't work. We saw it last Monday. Uh, these guys went at it. They're slapping each other like little girls. And it was just nonsense. So, to me, it just it doesn't make any sense. Also, the Bailey heel turn uh, that made it, I guess, official this past Friday... Was to me is a great look. She came in, came out with a great look, um, different um, different haircut, different wrestling gear. She chopped up the huggy buddies and inflatable guys. She chopped them up with some looked like it was a razor at the end of the stick. And then to make things even better, she goes and defeats Charlotte for the WWE SmackDown Women's Title. Charlotte's reign lasted only five days. And this is the same woman that everybody goes around talking about. She is the greatest woman wrestler in the world right now. No, she's not. She lost the belt in five days. This is her 10th reign, and she ends up losing it. But we're not here to talk about Charlotte. We're here to talk about Bailey. Bailey's heel turn is good for her career, which makes it even better. Now she's not, you know, uh, uh, panting to the fans and, and, you know, doing the little, you know, little goody two shoes character this i love the ending of her match when he won the belt she was like screw you all which was perfect because now we'll see what she's made of as a heel but to make it even more interesting was sasha banks was um drafted to smackdown so are we gonna get a bailey versus sasha banks now the other way around so sasha banks being the heel 
is now Bailey. And is it going to be better than the last two takeovers that they wrestled that blew off the roof in the Barkley Center? So that's something to look forward to. SmackDown viewership is down by a million compared to the first week. They're already showing signs. SmackDown, to me, as I saw SmackDown this Friday, again, garbage. Nothing. Uh, the draft was stupid. You had people from Fox in a own ballroom. People from the USA Network in some ballroom cheering when they drafted Natalia to, I think, to Raw. It was just nonsense. It was just stupid. They're trying to make it sport-oriented. They had Jack Buck and, and, and um, I forgot, Troy Eggman in there. Um, then they had the guys from the NFL Sunday asking who were the best favorite wrestlers. A lot of them said the old school wrestlers, mostly WWE fans don't remember half of those wrestlers that they mentioned. But anyway, we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. So we're going to go with AEW. Cody Rose uh, is bringing an ECW legend to uh, be on the broadcast team. For the AEW Dark, uh, we're talking about um, no other than Taz. He will be a guest commentator for the AEW Dark in Philadelphia, and that's going to happen this Wednesday, which is cool. Um, the matches that are scheduled for this week so far that I know of. First one, that's going to be SCU versus the Best Friend, part of the AEW Tag Team Tournament. It's going to continue on. Also included is... Um, Hangman Page teaming up with Kenny Omega versus Pac and John Moxley. We're gonna talk about John Moxley in a few minutes. What happened? The um, the news that came in and the AEW title match between Chris Jericho and Darby Allen. So this is something to look forward to uh, for this Wednesday. Uh, so we'll see how good the, those those matches are gonna be. I'm sure there's other matches included in there. Also, Impact Wrestling. You know that Bound for Glory is coming up. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the main event is going to be Brian Cage versus, versus Sammy Callahan. Um, there was a, uh, this past Friday, Sammy Callahan went and power drive Brian Cage's wife, the OVE, while Brian Cage was in handcuffs. Now, I don't know if they're going to give Sammy Callahan the Impact Wrestling World titles. I mean, he is due. He's a, uh, I like his whole rule breaking thing. He is on money. He is on the money. I think it's time for him to get that belt. You know, Brian Cage has been a good champion. Um, Sammy Callahan, it's time for him to get that title shot. We'll make it better because now you're going to have all these. You could build the fan favorites to go after the heel, especially with the OVE uh, being the faction there that um, is, is, is killing it in impact. Also, the woman's um, knockouts title will be on the line as Ty uh, Valkyrie will defend her belt against Tennille Dashwood. I don't know if this is going to be a one one title shot and that's it for Tennille Dashwood because according to what we heard when she came out all out, it was just two months contract with Impact. So we don't know what's the deal with that. Uh, I know for a fact that 
she is going to um, give Taya Valkyrie a run for money. I don't see Taya Valkyrie losing the belt. Unless she loses it, it's because her contract is coming up in December. And will she join her husband, Johnny Impact, or whatever it's going to be called now, NXT or WWE, whatever it is at. Also, now, we're going to talk about New Japan. New Japan, there was a news that came in this morning um, regarding the King of Pro um, uh, event today. John Moxley, his title reign is over as the IWP United States Champion uh, in Japan. Apparently, he was trying to fly into Japan to, to defend his belt. Um, and New Japan has this thing that you have to defend the belt within the six-month period. Um, of course, there's a typhoon in in Japan, so it was very, very hard for anybody to fly in Japan. And instead, New Japan decided to strip the belt off John Moxley. So John Moxley is no longer the IWGP United States Champion. So where this leaves us, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, is he still going to work with New Japan? Or his G1 climate was just one a one and done thing. So we don't know. Also, uh, there's news that Minoru Suzuki is leaving New Japan. He is not happy with Min- uh, New Japan. The president, Howard Bati, whatever his name is, he's going out the door. This is the same guy who had problems with Kenny Omega when Omega was in New Japan as a nice, uh, at the IWGP champion. Um, so there's a lot of things going on in New Japan, the changes or whatever. So we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, so we, you know, something to look forward to. I don't know if this is going to affect uh, the relationship, working relationship with John Mothney now that his belt, he got stripped for the United States IWGP belt. And they put it on the line today at the King of Pro Wrestling. So we'll be right back. And we're back. So we're going to go and give you the results of the King of Pro Wrestling that happened this morning monday morning i have not yet seen it and when i get a chance i will see it uh a desperado made his return um after uh, i think he suffered an injury and uh i think back in may um and for the best of super junior he uh he was replaced by i think it was dragon lee i think or one of those or dookie one of those guys they i think replaced him so desperado came back and teamed up with kanamaru and they ended up defeating Show and Joe, Rapongi 3K. Rapongi 3K, I thought they were going to push him to go against the Gorilla Destinies. But as you guys know, the last time I think it was the Fighting Spirit Unleashed, they wrestled each other, I think, in Massachusetts. And the Gorilla Destinies beat them. So it looks like that tag team division right now is kind of weak in Japan. Gorilla Destinies still have the belts. Not that I'm complaining. I love the Gorilla Destinies. But um, so there you go. That was... Uh, uh, something that you know pretty much uh i guess rapongo 3k is gonna be still like the jobbers i think for uh gorillas of destiny uh tanahashi 20 anniversary match uh was uh the second match of the night had hama and tanahashi teaming up again the most valid violent players uh yano and makabe uh of course, uh, Hama and Tanahashi ended up defeating Yano and Makabe. Then we had Los Gobernadores de Japón versus Suzuki Goon, which was Taka- Chino Takaji versus Jizuri Naido. Uh, they defeated Taishi and Duki. This guy, Duki, every, every time I see him, 
he looks like a good wrestler. He came from Mexico, whatever. He, he wrestled in the Super Juniors. And he's pretty good, but he every time I turn around, he's getting he's getting pinned or he's losing the matches for his teams. So that is uh, something to look forward to. Also, um, Yushin Liger, he wrestled uh, Minoru Suzuki. Um, Suzuki ended up being Liger. Um, so I don't know what happened in that match, but um, I thought uh, Kishin Liger was supposed to come out, and maybe he did. I don't know, but I know Suzuki won this match. Don't be surprised, guy. If that was Suzuki last uh, uh, New Japan uh, wrestling match, uh, I think he's probably going to end up going to Noah. And Noah needs right now some good wrestlers to bring that uh, federation back up. And I think they're working with Impact and Major League Wrestling. So that'd be nice if Minoru Suzuki goes out there and just do his thing. But unfortunately, Minoru Suzuki is leaving New Japan, which is not good news for New Japan. Uh, the IWGP Junior title was on the line as Will Ospreay ended up defeating Fatasmo, who's a cruiserweight Red Pro champion. I'm sure those two brought down the house every time I see them wrestle. They do great matches. Then there was a six-man tag with uh, Yoshihashi, Tomori Hishi, and Hikori Goto. Um, they defeated uh, Takahashi, Kenta, and Jay White with the Bullet Club. Uh, and then... The, what I spoke about the John Moxley, the match was the, the title that Moxley had to vacate because of travel issues and not able to defend the, the belt within the six month period that New Japan asked the champions to defend. Lance Archer defeated uh, Juice Robinson with uh, EDB Claw, which is Everybody Dies Claw, um, or EBD, Everybody Dies Claw. Um, so he defeated. Um, uh, Juice Robinson, this is Lance Archer's first singles title win in New Japan. Uh, kept saying it that this um, um, seven footer does things in the ring that you would think a cruiserweight should be doing. This guy is moves everywhere. Lance Archer, I mean, him and David Moore Smith split it up because David Moore Smith was not happy in New Japan. It was a good, it was good for Lance Archer. So now. He's the new United States IWGP champion. So now the question is, who going to beat him now? Uh, also, these uh, the match for the certificate contract, the right to wrestle the champion at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Kent, uh, Ibushi versus Evil. Uh, Ibushi defeated Evil um, in that match. So Ibushi still has that contract that he will get against Okada. Speaking of Okada, Okada. Kashushka Okada defeated Sonata. I was, I'm kind of a little surprised because Sonata signed with New Japan for another couple of years to stay with them. But it looks like, again, Okada defeats Sonata. And um, I, I want Sonata to win the title. But Sonata's been there for a while. He shows a lot of great athleticism. And I feel that he should be in there winning the IWGP champion. But you know what? I'm sure it was a 35-minute match. I'm sure it was a great match. Like I said, I have not watched King of Pro and when I do get the chance to see it, I'll let you know what it's about sometime next week. So, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, 
Ring of Honor. Again, every time I get to talk about Ring of Honor, there's something negative or something crazy going on. Uh, but they had their Glory by Honor. And one match that I have not seen Glory by Honor because I rarely watch Ring of Honor anymore. I mean, some of their matches are not that great. But one match that caught my eye was PCO being Marty Scroll to win the, the number one contention tournament. And this shows me right here that Ring of Honor knows that Marty Scroll is not going to resign with them. When you got PCO, a 51 year old old man, okay, getting the number one contention. Now he festers the champion in, um, in um, final battle. Shows you that they don't care. They, they, they could have put the strap on, uh, on Marty Scroll back in April in the G1 Supercar Master Square Garden. And they chose not to. Instead, they gave it to Matt Taven. Uh, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I saw Marty Scroll in House of Glory a couple of weeks ago. Um, he looks in good shape. He looks in good attitude. I mean, the only thing that hit me was... And Marty Scroll was one of these indie shows. That was just telling you. He's 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 gonna leave Ring of Honor. And AEW, he may show up in AEW. Remember, there's a few going on in AEW between the elite and the inner circle. And the inner circle is five guys. And um, right now, the elite right now in AEW only has Cody Rose, um, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, which is four, Omega got his own few. Which will be five, but I don't see Omega joining them. But I see Marty Scroll coming into AEW to even at the odds. Because MJF is going to end up betraying Cody sooner or later. It's going to happen. So that's why I say in a way, Marty Scroll will fit perfectly. Because he was part of the Elite before the Elite left Ring of Honor. So something for you guys to, to check it out. because uh, Or to keep in mind. Because this is something that... I don't want none of you to be surprised because you heard it here first in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. So, um, it's something to look for. Not tonight. Um, they have Monday Night Raw and I'm sure they're going to have Sasha Banks a few, uh, wrestling with Becky Lynch for the right for the number one draft pick at Raw and SmackDown. But, I'll watch tonight, give you my feedback probably sometime during the week. Um, but, um, you know, that's it right now for it. So, that's it guys and I uh, did pretty much uh, I covered everything that happened over the weekend and what happened to this morning like I said I will go give you my feedback on King of Pro uh, when I get a chance to watch it also again AEW Wednesday check out AEW Dark I think it comes out tomorrow on YouTube the matches are pretty good that's the first episode speaking of the first episode NWA Power uh, I saw that and that pretty much to me no disrespect to anybody who likes nwa but that to me looked as sucky it brought back 1980s style which does not impress me no more um you had the, the title match between nick alders and tin woods that's 53 years old he's getting a title shot um i don't know where they're taking that i mean it didn't look it doesn't impress me no more. Back when I was a little kid, maybe when I saw Georgia or in Florida wrestling, the, the setting was that way. But no, I mean, I, I don't think I'm ever going to watch that again. It just does not rip me, you know. And there was one point, um, James Storms was wrestling some guy. The guy called him out, whatever. And then all of a sudden, James Storms chasing the guy. The guy's winning going around the ring. Uh, the guy reminded me of the plumber from um, Martin when the... the, the Martin have uh, toilet issues. That's what the guy reminded me of. But 
Uh, yeah, I dig- I digress. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, again, this is the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Now you can hit me in the platforms of iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitch, uh, Pocket, Rocket Podcast. I mean, I'm all over the place, so you could check that out. Also, I have my um, my YouTube channel called The Ultimate one wrestling news uh i just downloaded a video yesterday about smackdown of uh drafting bray wyatt the fiend to smackdown so what's gonna happen with the review with seth rollins is that over with or they're gonna pretend that never happened so i got a video there on ultimate the number one wrestling news on youtube check me out i also have um um my social media facebook instagram twitter clicking on the top of the the youtube channel subscribe to the channel notify yourself hit the notification bell to get all the video uploads here the same thing subscribe to any other platform i just mentioned spotify apple iHeartRadio, pandora i'm all over the place you guys can subscribe i bring in um new episodes twice now a week I do this on Mondays and then Thursday I do my AEW review, give you my feedbacks on the matches and the things that happen and the possibilities of what can happen. So I thank you very much to all my subscribers. I thank you very much to people in Portugal, India, Australia, Canada, uh, United Kingdom, the United States, and of course New York City and the whole state of New York where I'm from. I want to thank you for your support and continue uh, supporting this podcast again. I am the ultimate one coming from New York. Good night and have a blessed day.